Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His Kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. Hi, I'm Ron, your host, and today we have Alan and Dale with us. Hi, guys. Hey, Ron. How you doing today? Good to see you guys. Good to have you both with us. Well, guys, today you wanted to talk about becoming God's sons. I'd say we didn't have a very good start with it all through the disobedience of uh, Adam and Eve in the garden, but through the sacrifice of Christ, a way has been opened up for us to once again come into a relationship with our Father. Finally, we'll be able to give him what he's always wanted, his sons. Dale, you want to start the flow? Okay, sports fans, it's meat for young men and women. Get out your sharpest steak knife, grab a fresh bottle of A1, put on your favorite bib. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) His whole creation is like an open book for us to learn. It really is. And... If you're open to observe, open to hear, just a hunger to learn, then God will use anything to show you or to teach you or to help direct what he would like to see you do. And I think that man, (laughs) I think one of the things he gained when he got chased out of the garden, you know, the scripture says he was driven out of the garden in a fury. (laughs) And probably was a convertible. Probably, yeah. (laughs) But when that happened, man gained things like arrogance, Mm self-serving. He also lost his humility. Yeah. And he lost a great deal of his intelligence. True. You know, and he was born with a lot of, this is my favorite, common sense. (laughs) And when he left the garden, he lost all his common sense. (laughs) And God, his grace... Helped him get some of it back. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that is good. You know, um, I believe that Adam and Eve were like God's children. And even though they were not chronologically young, that I, I believe that he was training them, teaching them, you know, as they would walk in the evening. And he would talk with them and, I believe, train them. And... My concept is, is the tree of good and evil, eventually he would have taught them about that tree and what was good, what was evil. I do know that when God was mad in the garden, he was mad because Satan messed up his time frame. Very much so. And I I think that's why knowledge of good and evil was withheld Mm -hmm. from Adam and Eve till they had enough to handle it. Mm-hmm. And they weren't. No. And that's obvious because the, the snake come in there and, and he pretty easily deceived them. Correct. You know, it seems like. So they were easy pickings. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, now our whole drive is to get back to the garden. <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. But it's interesting because I read something actually today that mentioned God wants us to finish his what he started with creation the uh the premise is he was teaching 
and he did not have the opportunity to finish teaching Adam and Eve where, what, and so forth, you know. And even what they did know, because of the sin and the deception, they lost a lot of it. But they had to have known some, retained some of that, because he lived past 900 years, right? <laughs> well, I tell you what, I think they left the garden with one valuable bit of knowledge, and that was we made a mistake. Mm -hmm. They learned disobedience through what happened to them. You know, it's the opposite of Christ. Yeah, Christ learned through obedience what he suffered, and that's that's because Christ is the reverse. Mm -hmm. He's he's taken us back to the garden. Yeah, and they left, and you know they were ashamed. They were they looking at each other and ashamed because now we're naked. Yes. and God said, "Who who told you you were naked?" Well, I saw it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> The, the the beauty of it is, somewhere along the line, God introduced what his most precious gift, and that was the free will. They understood that they had a free will, that they could make choices. And, and of course, they realized they made a wrong choice. And our struggle as Adam and Eve descendants is getting to make the right choices. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that those who have a revelation of the Father and have a revelation of the Son and have a revelation that they are a son is the ones who, who see the big picture. Why right. did God give me a free will? Because he wants somebody who loves him because of their choice. Yes. It's all about the free will, and otherwise it'd be a false worship. And mm -hmm. God won't put up with a false worship. And to me, that's an exciting thing about Judaism and about Christianity is that God is bringing forth his sons. And I'm one of them, and you're one of them, and we know a lot of them. You don't have to join the club. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you were drafted at the foundation of the <laughs> earth. <laughs> but we still have that choice. Yeah. You know, and one of the biggest lies, I think, Satan, the biggest lies to me is God is a big, big God out there somewhere. You can't attain. You can't come close. He's really mad at mankind because of all the sin and all the stuff that's going on. And, you know, that's the biggest lie that he's ever able to keep in motion. In When you look at John, uh, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then in 14, he became flesh. And what did he do? He was born in a manger. And then during his time on earth, he served. He was a servant. But his whole heart was given to his father that he chose to do what his father wanted him to do. And that's that's where we need to open up to the Lord because he is the servant. Who is the greatest in the kingdom? The one who's the servant of all. He's that peaceful little child, that little child that's that makes people's hearts glad when they see him. I totally agree. I think what Christ was at the foundation of the earth, mm -hmm. he comes along and God says, I've got to have someone. I've got to take a part of myself 
and prove to them that if they obey me, that they can change and they can come into my approval. So he sends his son. And I'm not sure if, but when Christ said, I only do that which I see the Father do, I think that meant that for us to do the same thing, not based upon a discipline of our flesh to follow, but to reach into the Spirit Mm -hmm. and find out what we need to be doing, and that God's looking for the return of his sons. He wants them back, and he wants them back in the worst way. See, and I guess if you reach in and start feeling the heart of the Father. Exactly. And you start living your life, and it's beyond, oh, i got to learn all these new things. No. No. It's you give your heart to him, and you'll receive your inheritance. And it's a funny thing. Inheritance is something that you receive because you were born of that father. You grew up with that father, and you're going to carry on with that father. Mm -hmm. It's not, oh, I was saved 20 years ago, and that's when my life began. No. No. (laughs) Maybe to you it was. (laughs) Yeah. It (laughs) it just changed your mind, that's all. (laughs) Yeah. God, God pu- pulled you out of where you were and said, okay, it's time. It's your turn, son. Yeah. It's your turn to come and walk with your father. Well, guys, I think today we learned that from the foundation of the earth, God the Father has always wanted sons to relate to. We've also seen that through the disobedience of Adam and Eve, we lost our way. But God, in his love, sent us his son and his son, through obedience, opened a way back up for us to relate to our Father. Now, through our free will, we learn obedience to our Father and are returning to him and giving him what he's always wanted, his sons. Experiencing the impartation of God's word through his family is life. Has this time in his presence blessed you? Then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live behind the veil.